While your day is winding down, they're just getting started. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris McCarthy and Marcus Farrow. They've got you covered on all the news of the day, from local issues to politics on both sides of the aisle. This is the place where the movers and shakers come to be heard, to listen, and where they're held accountable. This is South Coast Tonight on WBSM. So, Marcus, we um, we have um, had quite a week here, right? Um, or you have had quite a week, I should say. I wasn't I wasn't available, but the um, in addition to so I'll, I'll give some people behind a look behind the curtain. You and I go over the city council agenda together. We do, right? Sometimes we bring in other it's people. My favorite part of the week, right? We look at it and we say, "What is on here that's interesting?" And now there hasn't been one for a while, right? Yeah. Because they, you know, they take a summer recess. They're entitled yeah, to they're that. Yeah, they're chilling. And look, being a city councilor in New Bedford, I don't care what you say. Any of these local officials, Marcus, they're underpaid and they're overworked, really. I agree. Now, you know, maybe maybe you don't like them, you don't agree with that. But I'm telling you, the city councilors, if they're doing the job right, they're really overworked. But anyway. They are. So they, they're entitled to some time off. Time off and they got, they got that this summer. So the, the last meeting they had was this past Thursday. And that was the, really the only meeting since since July, right? So there was yeah. some 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 business that needed to be caught up on. But yeah, you it was and a big I, agenda. you and I looked at the agenda, right? As we, as we're going back and forth uh, between us about what what do we think was popping on that thing, right? So the thing that jumped out at us right away was the MBTA, right? The MBTA ballot question. Who knew? Who knew? Right? That New Bedford hadn't joined the MBTA district. And that it needed to join the MBTA district. And it had just been sitting there for who knows how long. Yeah. Right? Now, I will say this. From my understandings of, of what Ian Abreu has told um, our media department when he was interviewed with Tim Weisberg, um, from what Barry was able to uncover, from what you and I have been able to uncover, looks to me like the city council, when they got the news, put it on the, put it on the agenda, mm-hmm. which is Ian Abreu's job. He put it on the agenda yeah. and he voted it through. Right. But when did it first hit the city of New Bedford? It's a big question. And Marcus, is there a possibility that the city of New Bedford is going to vote no to joining the MBTA district and thereby ending the dream of South Coast Rail? Yeah, it could happen. Could happen. I mean, there was a story Tim wrote and it. You know, basically the title is South Coast Rail is not a done deal. Right. Right? We thought it was. We're like, we're getting the train. I have a decent bet about this train. And I've been talking with that person about this bet for a while, talking all kinds of smack. I, it's as, my, it's as my, fate would have it. I will tell you, Marcus, I too have one of those to bet, those bets. And um, now I finally think I might win. Um, if the voters of New Bedford vote this down, which would be obviously a crazy decision, but I would win my bet. The, um, the fact of the matter is that Back in the 90s, when I was on the board of selectmen in Freetown, and the train was really the first time it started to come to life again, you know, that there was some movement. So 
came to life? It for like Thomas the Tank Engine. Right before it was just a dream. Before it was a dream, right? Before it was a ghost from the 1950s, but they resurrected it, and now it was looked like it was going to happen. Now, of course, there's a lot of delays and a lot of work that's been done between now and then. But back in the late 90s, I can remember as a representative of the board of selectmen, I got the maps, I got the the, the train where it was going to go in Freetown, mm-hmm. what where was it going to be, what the station was going to be, all of that information, right? And we started our conversations, and Representative John Quinn, who had Dartmouth at Freetown at the time, he came to the board and he told us, I remember I asked him, I said, John, I forget what the assessment was going to be for the little town of Freetown, but it was going to be a significant amount of money. I said, John, is there any way we can get around this, you know, get it cut? And he kind of smiled knowingly because he understood the question. We don't want to pay the money. And he just laughed and said, yeah. no, I'm sorry, you have to, right? Everyone has to pay the money. How are you not going to pay it if Quincy's going to pay it, right? Right. So, I mean, you know, I knew. We're just asking, right? We're looking around. And um, it's not an unreasonable question, but if you ask it twice, it becomes one, right? Right. So, here we are, Marcus. They're going to have to do a major sales job on the people of New Bedford. I believe that. Because I think the assessment for the city of New Bedford is going to be enormous. Mm-hmm. I believe that someone said their recollection, which is not the best way to do it, was a $2 million annually. And that's now, old numbers. Here's, but here's the thing. Are there going to be people with influence or with, uh, let's say, a bully pulpit? Uh, that are going to actually be against this and actually try to campaign against it. Boy, I think that's a great question, Mark. I think I, I think you just laid it out there because that. No, I, I really do. I, the, I do think that's the, that's the question. That ballot referendum uh, in the council passed unanimously. Right. So. Right. Um, even people that oftentimes are disagreeable seem to be agreeable. Agreeable on this um, in the 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 practical the practicality. Of it, so I do think it has been a universal goal of all elected officials, regardless of party and, and, and ideology, right? Uh, for decades of, in this region, um, we have never had a ballot well, referendum. Well, B- Baker, Baker was against it when he ran in 2010, and then he wanted to win this time uh, in 2014 when he ran again. Right. So he, he came out in support of it. And so I got to tell you, Marcus, what what that what does that tell us? It tells us that. Baker's polling told him the MBTA, well, maybe not the name the MBTA, but the commuter rail was popular in New Bedford, right? Yeah. So that's that's something to consider, too. The MBTA has gotten probably the worst press you could possibly get for an entity. You know, today, Congressman Lynch declared he'd be in favor of a federal takeover. Yeah. Right? So, but the voters are finicky, right? When they see a price tag, okay, it becomes real. If the price tag is $2 million, and again, folks, we're going to learn all this. Yeah. We'll learn all this in the coming weeks. We will. You know, what is the assessment going to be? You know what's interesting, actually, and the timing is interesting of this? We have Chris Dempsey coming on on Monday. He's running for state auditor. Right? And what did he do before? He was the chairperson of transportation for Massachusetts, and he was the assistant trans- uh, secretary of transportation for the Commonwealth under Deval Patrick. So he knows, he knows what he speaks. He knows this stuff pretty well. And he's going to, obviously, he's here to talk about his campaign for auditor, but I think the people would appreciate it, the people that he wants to vote for him. I think they'd appreciate it if he answered, if he answered a, a question or two on the And MBTA. he'll be with us Monday. He'll be with us Monday at 8 o'clock. He'll be live in studio. So, Marcus, 
to your point, <clears throat> towering presence. By do, the way, he's a big guy, right? He's t- taller than me, which is huge. That's yeah. He's That's huge. he's got a few inches on me. It is. It is. I want to see you tall. fight him. Yeah, I think I think, <laughs> I think I you'd could, fight him. I, I think I could. I think you would. I think. I think I'd win. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, you'd stop the line at. Uh, if you stop the line in Attleboro, you can stop this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, no problem. Yeah, no, I've got the technique and I've got the size. I can do it. <laughs> yeah, no. I hope he still shows up. The, um, yeah, yeah. So, so, well, it's all about you get under him, right, which I'm already there. Right. And you drive your legs. So you're saying your advantage is Ru- actually him being taller than you. Yeah, because you, cause you run your, you get under him. I'll get under him. You, 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 oh yeah, you hit him right in his right in his pads, right? We're not his pads. He's not going to be wearing pads. No, but he's going to be wearing probably a nice shirt. She's like describing a, a basic assault. It's a nice shirt, and then you just get under him, and you run your feet on contact. Right? You hit you him in the Brooks low, Brothers tie. Let you get low. You you pull your neck. You run your feet on contact, and that's it. You're in. You get that posi- You get that position. You're good. I'm sorry, sir. I still have it. I still. I still. I, still I have demand it. that you do that without saying a word to him. <laughs> Just drive into the I can floor. still, I can still, I, I, I can, I can get down. I can, I got my three point stance still down. I can do it. You know who would appreciate that? Who? Amore. <laughs> <laughs> you would appreciate that. No, so, he's probably got some moves. He's, he's probably got some moves. Not that he doesn't know they're coming. Yeah, I don't know. He doesn't know he's, a raging bull like Marcus. <laughs> he's like a, yeah, yeah. I guess he's a federal agent, though. Is he? No, 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 know? no. I mean, Amore would appreciate if you did this to. To, to, uh, Dempsey. to Dempsey. Oh, yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah. He would. He'd say, you know, hey, listen, Dempsey, you just got the endorsement of the Boston Globe. Right. But, you know, can you get down in the trenches? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, so, all that aside. Come on, let's, let's be, let's see, let's see who the real man is. So, I hope you're on Quinn's good side after you drill this guy. So, so. I know, I'm openly admitting to this. If, felony, if it happens. Yeah, right. Is it a right, felony yeah. or just a misdemeanor? No, nah, assault and battery? No. It's just a misdemeanor. If, 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 I, were to, County, if I were to, if I were to, then kick him with my Crocs on, that would be shod foot, and then that would be assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, shod foot. It would also be further that would humiliation. Be a felony. Yeah, that would be further humiliation. Right. So it's A and B D W. Yeah, so, I hit but, you with my but, Croc, dude. But, but, you really you want to go said forward? Croc, this? right? Yeah, my okay. Croc. Okay. Croc. Yeah. So <laughs> I would say that, um, the Marcus, just just let's get back to this for a second. The um. <laughs> no, but seriously, let's is there anybody is every there... candidate? <laughs> poor Diana Zaglio. Oh man, poor poor Maury Healy. Poor... Did you see the picture? I sent She's you pretty the athletic picture. though. But I sent you the picture of her and me, right? I interviewed yes. her. Yes, much much I, I'm much bigger than her. In every so way, you could actually use your techniques maybe she... against you. Yes, hit you in the past. She is she is pretty athletic though. So yeah, I know, she's probably I know. got some sound technique. I think the. Um, I think Desaglio is the one you got to worry about. She, she's got to worry about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Healy, Healy, you have to worry about. Desaglio's wiry though. I think she's she's got some fight in her. She does have a lot of she fight. Burn the boats. She did burn the boats. All right, let's let's so, move. Let's, no, no, but, let's, but really, let's move. is there anybody on the radar who would be opposed to the MBTA? Um, I don't Valid think so. question. I don't see it. I don't see it. You're, Nobody in the delegation, obviously. No one in the delegation. I don't think any of the challenger candidates would either. No, and in fact, I think you you might even have if there if this becomes a thing. Let's say it becomes a thing. It's not a thing now, right. but it could be a thing. I think you're going to have people from the federal delegation come down and step in because you got Jake Auchincloss who won his has campaign heavily on on transportation. Right. He's on the trans- House Transportation Committee, and Keating's been talking about this for a long time as right. well. It's been a big project of his as well, securing federal funding and all right. that. So I think you're going to have our two Congress people really stepping in on this, and you have. Um Here's the one question. 
what is the assessment going to be and what does that translate to so if the assessment's a couple million bucks a year yeah is that not a big deal to the budget uh it's a 465 million dollar budget but it's tight right i was at the budget i was at the budget hearing actually i went there the mayor's been telling us for years yeah it's it's tight and this will be another fixed expenditure dictated by the state Mm -hmm. because i don't know exactly how the formula works but there is a formula it's not just random it's not just what we'd like you to pay yeah it's a based on population type population usage all that stuff right right so there is a formula so someone is going to have the dollar figure and if it's the kind of dollar figure that's stunning, right? Mm-hmm. Does that is that enough to have some political candidate out there say this is my opportunity? Yeah, right? that's interesting to say. Look, that two million dollars is going to be a tax increase, yeah, or it's going to come on the police fire, whatever the budget, right? The education budget, whatever. Right. As Barry Richard was talking about today. We're already, and you, as you just mentioned, it's already a very tight budget. They are already limiting on the net school spending. They don't get to the to the max amount of school spending. The mayor has talked about you know pensions, health insurance, all those things, right? And the fixed costs that that, he, that he's dealing with now already. This will be an additional fixed cost on the city of New Bedford. So they're going to have to sell it. Yeah, they're gonna. I think they they are going to have to sell it because. Um, one, uh, I think, you know, and, and you know what's too bad is is that only New Bedford gets to vote on this. Honestly, this right. affects us here in Fairhaven. It affects people in Dartmouth and Freetown. So I'm wondering how this is going to work, truthfully, because yeah. I don't know. Again, we discovered it the other night when it came on Thursday's agenda. Yeah. Right? You don't even know, yeah. Right? Because this, this has just come. Out of the blue, Ian called in council post game, right, right, and and dropped that, and then that led to some discussion. Like, oh God, I thought this was oh, I thought we were the train's coming. So thought we could hear it, choo choo, around the corner, right. So Manny, according to Ian Abreu, and I I have every right to believe him, Manny DeBrito just told him recently about it, right, a couple weeks ago that he had to put this ballot question forward, yeah, right, and they didn't have any city council meetings until now, so he did five zero eight nine nine six zero five. That's how you can get on the phone. Good evening. Gentlemen. Hey, what's hey going Sam, on, what's up? <laughs> How are you? Good. Good. Hey, Chris, yes. do you know that for like the first five or six years of my life, I was under the impression that when you were born, you were born with adult-sized ears and that someday your head would grow into them. And my mother had me convinced of that until I went to school and saw other kids' ears. I've... And I, I was like, what kind of a joke is this, Mom, you know? I like I that. Know. Yeah, it was... What other jokes did she play on you? What is it? What other jokes did she play on you? Uh, That gravity affects everyone differently, and that's why I was short. Come on. No, I'm serious. I love that. Yeah, that was a good one, too. And that's uh, shoveling cow manure was going to make me grow. Did that for five or six years. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty funny. None of it worked. None of it worked. So anyway... um, yeah, I had called into. I think it was Barry's show. I had called because everybody was talking about this vote that has to go into uh, effect for the uh, the rail right. and becoming part of the MBTA. And I said, well, what you know, what's it cost? Is it going to cost? Is the taxes going to go up because of that? Because of having to be um, there's a word for it. I can't remember, but being part of the MBTA. 
kind of like being in their club. The district, the, the MBTA district, yeah. Thank you. Part of their district. I like the club. Um, so did I, and I wasn't able to stay on and listen. I don't know if, if you guys heard anything about what the answer was on that. Did did anybody so here, find so out whether it's here's what I know. the taxes go up or anything? Well, listen, if it's going to cost you more money at some point, It'll impact your tax rate, right? Then money doesn't come on it. You know, and I, I'm not being sarcastic. You know that, Sam. Sure. But, but obviously, yeah, that, that's who the money's going to come from. Now, yeah. whether, whether it's money that you can, that means you don't do something you wanted to do, but you can do everything you used to do, that's entirely yeah. possible, right? Yeah. So I don't know. So I would say this, that if you look at the MBTA districts around the state, you'll have them, for instance, you will have the train, like, for instance, Freetown is currently an MBTA district. <clears throat> it's in the MBTA district. I don't know what the assessment is, but that's because it borders Lakeville, right? Mm-hmm. And it has tracks going through, and they know it's going to be there. So if you look on the map, a lot of South Shore towns, they don't have the train, but the neighbor does. Okay. So they get an assessment. It's not the same as having the, ta- the train in your town, but it's close. And so I would say that Fairhaven is going to have to make a contribution. But realistically, the, I mean, the amount of people that are traveling to Boston may fluctuate, but I would think just like the buses, they have regulars. You know, they have the regular people that are up there traveling five days a week, and, you know, they know the bus schedule and all that. So, you know, it may be 300 people on a regular basis, maybe. I don't right. even know if it'd be that much. But, you know, is the city going to pass a vote saying that, you know, they're willing to take on whatever, $2 million a year or whatever it's going to cost? Um to sacrifice or to, not to sacrifice, but to benefit just a couple hundred people, where the average person may only take it occasionally into Boston for whatever. So, Sam, here's my suspicion. business or, you know. Here's my suspicion. Sure. Um, Why have a political fight when you don't need to, right? Which I think is maybe part of the kick the can down the road that's clearly been going on here. That the people in over the years, and there's been a lot of them, in various leadership roles, have never thought to bring this forward because they didn't want to bring it forward. Because what you just said is a very powerful statement, right? It. Why would we spend all this money for a few hundred or thousand people, right? And that those numbers have been known for a while, but they never brought it to a ballot question. And there's a reason they never brought it to a ballot question. Now, look, I could be completely wrong, but that may be the reason that they were saying, yeah. well, we don't want it to fail now. Let's get all the legislation passed. Let's get the funding in yeah. place. Let's get all that, and then we'll deal with that hurdle, which would have been, which would have been smart. To the, I'm sorry, I don't know no, if you talking. Do you think it could backfire to the point that people that are living here now that are going to vote on that may be thinking – well, you know, if I vote yes for this and it goes through and we're part of that district now, so we're, there's going to be some cost, whether it's done in the taxes or whether it's done by collecting whatever. So, But it's also going to affect the rents. I mean, people that now can live away from Boston, away from those high rents, can come yeah. down here. It's and also going to affect the assessed the value of your home. Yeah, it is. In a positive but, direction. But, yeah. But what about the people that don't leave and don't go out of town? Their rents are going to be affected as well because the market's going to cause yeah, absolutely. rent to increase. I mean, you know? I think I think what they're going to, you know, I think the argument's going to be it's going to bring in, I mean, there's going to be 
developments. There's going to be housing developments. There's going to be a lot of development in the area oh, yeah. after the train actually gets here, after the tracks are, are down and the train is here. Look at Lakeville. Look at Lakeville. Look at all the development around there. That's going to increase the tax base. It's, it's going to broaden the tax, diversify the tax base, right. and you're going to have a lot more revenue. So there could be ways to deal with um, those issues of, of raising rents and all of that, maybe getting some more money for affordable housing and all of that. So, I don't think I can afford to live in Lakeville. The, I mean, it's, it's, honestly, the, I really don't. Be, I don't think I, I think it would I would be cost, you know, whatever. Right? Prohibitive. Out of the, to well, be able to afford property there now. Well, now you'll be like you'll be better than Lakeville. You have an ocean near your house and a train. <laughs> so, so yeah, people won't be able to live in Fairhaven. As someone that's older, that's you know going to be moving to a smaller home home someday. Yeah, it might might benefit me a little bit on the sale end, but on the buying end, it's gonna you know it's gonna hurt me. So. But I do I think that politically, this it's it's kind of interesting. But I do think it has been played properly that yeah. they've gotten everything in place before they come down to the taxpayers and ask sure. them to make this vote because yeah, there is a risk to it. Them. There is a risk to it. Yeah, I mean, you know what happens now if if we decide we're not going to join? I mean, now we have the tracks and everything. I mean, what what? Uh, What's the process if it doesn't pass? What's, I don't so know. I think there's. The I think there'll probably the be lawsuits. Yet. I think there'll probably be lawsuits trying to enjoin them to do it because there's communities that are affected by it. New Bedford, like for example, I think is on the way to Fall River in this route, right? Okay. And I think it could be maybe on the way to Bourne as well. Okay. Um. So I think there's going to be communities affected by that that are outside. So I think there's going to be lawsuits from from maybe other MBTA districts to 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 enforce to try to enforce it. And I think Marcus, as Marcus said, is there anybody who has a a bully pulpit who is going to come forward and lead the opposition against I this ballot good, question. I think I don't a good question is, this, is, is, has this ever been stricken down before and what's the result of it? What's been the results? Like, is there, could this be a precedent-setting situation where they say it violates the Massachusetts Constitution because of some principle of municipal, I don't know, right. sovereignty or opportunity right. because right. They, they vote on this, we don't vote on it, and we're affected by their vote if they vote against it, you right. know? Adversely, yeah. some most would argue. So, I think Ken Pittman had the right idea with the monorail right down the center at twenty-four. Well, someone's got to pay for it, though. What this well, all comes down to is that someone's got to pay for this for the for the MBTA and all right. the you know, and that's that's why they have these districts, and they want they need their money. Look, look what's gone on over there, right? I mean, you have the fact that right now they're shutting down the Orange Line. Yeah, they're passing out bicycles in Boston. You hear yeah, that? I saw it today on the news. Yeah. Friggin' bicycle? I mean, are you kidding me? They shut down the orange line. My, my understanding is the reasoning behind it is they shut down the orange line because they said uh, they could do all the repairs they need to do in five years. It would take them five years if they just did it in off-peak hours. Look, I I thought that the the oppo- thirty days. I thought the opposition free press conference that they held was very informative, and I agree with everything you said. Yeah. Because how much do you, how much do you want to place a bet right now that thirty days is not going to happen? I, I think thirty days is, is, negative, is ambitious. But. I agree. Mm-hmm. So all I could think of was I used to take the orange line. I used to take it. I would take I've been on it once. Right. I used to take it every day to work, and wow. um, I can't imagine if now getting on a bicycle. Yeah. Right, I mean, you got to be kidding! Right along the old train tracks to remind you that it's not working anymore. I mean, I mean, right. and I heard somebody, you know, these, these people who are fans of bicycles, going, "This is a revolution in transportation." I'm, I'm saying, no, I know it's a de-evolution in transportation. So I want to bring this up because uh, someone messages on the app chat, and this is an argument against. It can be against the train. 
Um, but what William from New Bedford said is the train is a step towards gentrification of the South Coast for better or for worse. What do you think? Well, I think that's possible, right? Yeah. The, um, the fact of the matter is... And gentrification, for people who don't know, gentrification is a fundamental change in the characteristics of uh, an area, of a neighborhood. You know, people look at Brooklyn as a, a place that's been heavily gentrified, even parts of Boston. So, if you look at South Boston compared to what it used to be, right? South Boston is the perfect so, example. But, I'll give you any, but, I, but, I, but as an example, I know some people that were in South Boston before it was South Boston today, right? Mm-hmm. And they they have made millions because yeah. they decided to sell their home. Yeah. You know, no one kicked them out of their home. They owned the house, right? Right. Now, if you're if you're purely a renter, yes, it could be a problem. Yeah. But right. the property right. owners who have houses now, okay. right, are gonna make make out. I would say they're gonna make out well. I would say they'll make out well. They might not want to sell, but the market will become so enticing. Hey, Sam, we've got to take this break. We appreciate the call. Thank Thank you. Thank you. All right, 508-996-0500. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back, and we're also taking your messages. This is South Coast Tonight with Chris and Marcus. Listen to us live anywhere. (laughs) Ozzy. This not only ties into Crazy Train, it ties into the Pats game, too. Nice. Yeah, it's, see, I, I, I got all the references. <laughs> and also Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels? They used to be the great roller skating place, and they would play this on Friday night. Men only skating. Glad you brought hot, up Hot Wheels, because I was a carousel person myself. Um, wooden, wooden floor. Yes, wooden floor. Hot Wheels had cement. And you screamed around that I was gonna, I was gonna. That's worse, right? That's got to be worse. Oh, it's faster. Way better. Yeah, but it's not as soft of a landing, I feel no. like. No, it's cement. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. So, um, the op- the game was not to fall. So, carousel. So carousel. I saw that, you know, they're a pickleball court now. Yes. And the Pickleball Association, I swear to God, could take over the world if they wanted to. There's like 300 members of the Fabian Pickleball Association. So, it's the biggest sport of it. There's articles in New Yorker about it. Yeah. I saw one on CBS Morning the other day. Yeah. Pickleball's everywhere. They, it is. But... Today, Bill Strauss. Today, I saw He's he a did, leading proponent. He of put the ball. he put the courts into um, into Fort Phoenix. Yep. Yeah. So um, uh, today, I saw people cleaning up the mini golf course at the carousel. More Over, pickleball? No, I think maybe mini golf. I like that because there's a hut there. I mean, that place was that place for a time was really happening. I used to go there because I used to live right over here. I used to live right over on Jameson Street, right? So I used to live right there. I used to walk there sometimes. I used to go there all the time and play mini golf. My dad and I would play mini golf all the time. It was a happening place for a while right. at, at night, and I used to go to the carousel all the time uh, for um, for for the the Friday night skate. I used to get ten dollars. Sometimes I get twenty dollars, and that was a big night. But and then I got banned. I got right. banned from the carousel. Come on, what'd you do? <laughs> What did you do? So I was a, I was a kid, right? So I was a kid. I was like tw- oh, 12, 13-ish, right? And you were six foot five. Yeah, I was probably about six something. It right. wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't, uh, that doesn't come into play here. Though. Okay. Me and my friends. Well, for you it doesn't. But me and my friends bought laser pointers at the gift shop. Okay. Okay. And so we were shining them in people's faces while yeah. they were skating. Right. The so, retina, you mean. In their in, in their, their retina. in their retinas, so we were just shy. we thought it was funny. We were going around, back? of course you did, because we were twelve years old, right? Right. right. Why did they sell it? And to by you? then, I was kind of already over the thing anyway. Right. Like I liked it when I was growing up and all that, but I was kind of over it. And then um, I never saw Tom Hodgson there. Right. <laughs> oh, Tom! I used to see him all the time. No, um, but I. <laughs> <laughs> so he's a marvelous I, man. So. 
I don't. I can't believe I'm running against him. <laughs> His skates had big spurs on them. <laughs> I'm Nick Bernie. They were. I'd be happy to lose to Tom Hodge. So I was my childhood I was, hero. I was. I used to see him all the time. So I used. So I was. I w- we were shining laser pointers and 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 people's faces while we were. And we thought it was funny because we were dumb kids, right? right. You, you do dumb kid stuff when you're a dumb. That's kid. What they call you juvenile. And then we got we got yeah we got we got sat in the little cafeteria area, and the owner said to us, "Those laser pointers are not to be used in this building. They are not." For this building. And me, at 12, ever the litigator, right. said, well, then why do you sell them here? That's a good point. <laughs> which, a good point. Which, again, owned. She was owned. Right. She was owned. And that's what she was mad about. She's mad she got owned by a 12-year-old. she was. She was mad she got owned. So then I just started laughing. I was, like, having a good time. She's like, well, you're not allowed back here uh, ever Go again. Go shine a plane. Yeah, what? Go shine the laser pointer on a plane. <laughs> yeah. And so I... So I Don't do that, by the way. I, so then I never... Um, I left and I never went back. I was over, I, by then, I was already over it. I'm sure I could have probably... So you ruined it for the other kids, though. Well, the other kids could have gone back. Oh, did it ruin what to the other kids? Oh, the other, other kids that got banned. Right. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. The road to hell is not paved with good intentions. Um, <laughs> the, um, so, Marcus, I Look where my big mouth got me. So, when I was a kid at what was point in the summer, it was a rainy day. There's nothing to do. We'd go up to, to the carousel. The thing we didn't like about carousel was that it was wood, wooden floor. You couldn't fly around like you could yeah. on the cement at, at, at Hot Wheels. And I got to be honest with you. Hot Wheels was right near, right, right in the center of New Bedford, right? You had a lot different crop of girls there on a Friday night than you did on a rainy Sunday afternoon at the carousel in Fairhaven. So it wasn't as fun. It just was not as fun for us. And um, I'm glad it's pickleball now because it seems like pickleball is more my speed than racing around a um, a roller skating rink. Pro- same. Uh yeah, same. I like I, I said I hadn't been there in 20 years. Right. So. Yeah. Cuz I wasn't allowed there. <laughs> because <laughs> imagine if you showed up Pharaoh, remember me. Pharaoh, there's a poster on the yeah. wall. <laughs> you. We know who it is. <laughs> yeah. We know you. We know who you are. Like when you go through the doorway there's a late You know what they did? They put one of those laser pointers at the top, and if, if someone's head breaks a laser pointer, that's it's it. Pharaoh. It's Pharaoh. It's Pharaoh. Yeah. He's back. <laughs> He's back. He's back. Six well, foot three. Well, well, Right? After 20 is. years, here you are. <laughs> there he is. And then I have to, I, you know, I have to face off with your champion, and it's Chris Dempsey. <laughs> <laughs> See the earlier podcast. So, so Marcus, the MBTA, if Fairhaven adds the vote on it, and again, I'm not sure. I don't imagine that just New Bedford gets to decide if the region goes in. That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, this process doesn't make any sense. Well, so. you have to you have to agree to be taxed. I would say, though, right? Yeah, I guess that's what it's come down to. It's come down to, adhere, uh, to agreeing to be taxed. But why does it have to be a ballot referendum? Why can't the uh, oh, so that everybody else can, can? No, so I think I think that that has to do with the the. Um, well, first of all, I'm, I'll just say that I believe that has to do... I'm surprised that you can't get a vote of just the city council and the mayor. That's what I'm saying. Actually, no, yeah. that's a good point. So I don't I don't know. But I, maybe it's just the fact that, well, because everyone's going to have to pay, everyone gets a right to vote on it. Almost like a vote, almost like an override 
for a school. Like, sure. You know, if you're going to build a school, and I'm just yeah. guessing here, but, um, you know, if you do do a tax, two and a half override, because you are raising everyone's yeah. taxes with this. Yeah. How the, how the founding fathers, so to speak, of yeah. the town decide to allocate the money is up to them. A two and a half override is an override of Prop two and a half, which right. says your property taxes can't uh, be more than two and a half percent. Yeah, the uh, levy limit. It's yeah. a whole bit complicated yeah. formula, but it, but it works. It's a very successful formula, actually. So... As Sam said, the co-host of the show, um, how do people feel about this? Are there is there anybody out there now, Marcus? The danger in something like this is there's now been a gap left, right? There's there's there's, there's a um, a period of time between the ballot question coming to vote and the education campaign beginning, right? Yeah. Is there an opportunity here for someone who's been on the maybe the margins of politics? or not yet elected, or thinking about running for office, to make an issue. Yeah. To say, hey, New Bedford, we could use that money for cops. We could use that money for fire. We could use it for schools. Or you could keep the money, right? Yeah. And I don't know if there's any of the legitimate choices, by the way. But I'm just... But They're it's probably not, not. Right? But it's but, something you could but, say. But, you you know, it's like you can lie. <laughs> you, you can absolutely... You can just say what you want. You could say yeah. whatever you want, right? You can just say what you want. And, yeah. And... and um. You know, we I'll tell you this. We ran into this issue. We were doing a school override out in Freetown, Lakeville. And we had some people in town who were against it. That's fine. But they began to come up with a plan saying, we can build the school cheaper and all this other stuff, right? And we're saying, no, that that's not possible. That's not true. But it sounded good to the taxpayers, right? Right. And they said, no, there's a way to do I said, folks, we need handicapped accessible bathrooms. You can't take that off the plan, you know? I mean, yeah. like, there was all this corner cutting and stuff like that, and I got it. The guys who were making the plan as the alternative to the official plan, they were limited, and they were trying to get, the, you know, fit their square peg in a round sure. hole. And I wasn't, a, I wasn't opposed to what they were trying to do, but at some point, you can't cut corners, right? Right. So anyway, but the first ballot question, we lost. Right. We need to bring it back once everyone said, we said, well, see what you just did? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, and they were like, well, what about the other plan? We're like, no, that's not real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we have to handicap accessible bathrooms. <laughs> right, you know, yeah, as yeah. an example, it's not a pure example. but Yeah, yeah. So the point is, is that you may have a group of people who go, I think we can do this cheaper. I think we can do this, that, and the other thing, right? But as I was saying, And that, Mark, those things would not be true. They're not true. Yes. Right? They're not true. But you can just you say can stuff. You can say them, right? You can just say stuff. It happens all the time. It does. It happens all the time. All the time. And, um... And we'll give you a form to do it. And we'll let you if you want. We'll let you. By the way, I, I do want to say, because I like this. This is a nice thing. Uh, William from New Bedford uh, said that he loves the show. He used to listen to a competing night show that doesn't exist now because we're here. That's right. And now they listen to us because we're local. Did you see the laser beam shoot out of my eyes when he well, said that, Marcus? I think that's good. We killed people off. <laughs> well, that's good. That's, that's what I'm saying. I think that's a good thing. COVID couldn't get me. What's going to stop me when I go after you? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, so no, I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad. I appreciate that. No, yeah, I, I, I do. I, I appreciate that. And you can give us a call at 508-996-0500. <clears throat> I think, Marcus, that this ballot question, as I joke about the disinformation, but I'm not. The fact is people are going to want to air their opinions, ask the questions. Yeah. We're and do it here. Form, right? You can do it here. We'll have on the city councils. We'll have on the legislative delegation. We'll have people on who were the MBTA, we'll have the mayor on, obviously, mm-hmm. to talk about this. What is the reason to go forward? I mean, look, you go to Rosemary Tanny, God rest her soul, she started this. Fred Kalis, God rest his soul, um, 
Scott Lang, he's still very much alive. I'm sure Scott will weigh in on this, right? Right. I mean, you'll have Maya, Maya Mitchell weighing in on this. You'll have all the city councilors weighing in on this and explaining. So, so I don't, I don't want to get too hung up on why it took this long to get the, get it to where we are. Yeah. Because I don't think that's really critical. No. I don't. I think there's probably some planning, which was that let's get everything else in place before we do this. Yeah. Because we then kn- we can say, hey, look, we've got everything done. You're really going to stop now? Right. We're already here. Right. As you opposed know? to... It's putting an one and you're going to kneel the ball? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah, right. As opposed to putting a political question out for, in a pure democratic way. Yeah. Small d democrat. To say, here's your, what's your opinion? You can all mm-hmm. vote on it, right? And not knowing which way it was going to go. And so suddenly it gets, let's say it got, it passed with 51% of the vote. Yeah. They might say, well, what are we doing here? Right? Right. You might start to kill the momentum. And really, the legislative delegation has built momentum over the years, decades. Decades. Montigny has kept his eye on the ball, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Now here we are, down to the end, of, right? The fact of the matter is now it's time for you to do your part. Our long local nightmare continues. It's now finally time for you. <laughs> yeah. You, this is, you to do your part. The future is in your hands. I like that. That's, that's right? good. M- Montigny's been carrying the ball. Yeah. Strauss ca- carrying the ball. Yeah. The mayor. I mean, Stra- people, Strauss, right? came on, Strauss came on with me a few months ago and he was talking about, because people, people like the bitch, they want... Yeah, that's all right. Okay, so people people like to complain. They want the Stoughton route. Uh, the Stoughton route, by the way, is a seventy-seven minute route that cuts through Stoughton. But there's some people say that it cuts through some donors' yards, so they don't they don't actually. The environmental lobby is trying to is going to stop it. Yeah, that's so it comes so there's to. a Stoughton, but so we're getting this route, which is which is ninety minutes. But Strauss actually said on on my show, he says you've got a budget. At least two hours if you're driving to Boston, and he's right. he's done it for thirty years, right? You got to budget at least two hours, and you're driving. Yes, or you're driving the, sucks. Or you're on the bus, right. which is where I see both used to see Bill Strauss sometimes. If his, yeah. car, if his car was in the shop, yeah, he'd be on the bus out of New Bedford or Fairhaven, right? Um, and we used to joke about it. I say, does everyone know the transportation is the secretary, the the the, uh, the chairman of transportation is on the bus? Yeah, right. He doesn't have a train yet. Yeah, right. So, um. That is something. Well, we used to joke about it. Yeah, yeah. And that um, really is something. So I used to commute in by bus every day. Yeah, and it's still a still a very worthwhile way to commute. But the the point of the matter is is that it's now going to come down to you, the individual voter, doing your part. Right. I mean, really, the legislative delegation, unless you're opposed to this, has done yeoman's work on this. Yeah. Thing. I mean, they have just kept pushing. They have sacrificed other things. Yeah. Right? They have said, okay, we'll wait or no to something. Yeah. Because we're going to do this train. Right. And look, Because they, they believe in how important it is, and I think they're correct about how important it is. Here's the thing. It's very difficult to know how important a transportation option is to you until you have it. Yeah. Right? I mean, I mean yeah. not, not to be, I know it's so obvious, but when you were a kid, and your transportation choices were your feet and a bicycle or mom, you never knew how great it was going to be when you got a car. Right. You had an idea. Right. But you never knew it was how much better it was than the Schwinn. Right? You never knew how much being able to drive to the mall was better than getting a ride from mom to the mall. Right. right. But you couldn't even comprehend it. 
You might have saved up for a car, but it still wasn't real. But then you finally got your driver's license in your car, and you could finally go somewhere on your own. You never envisioned it, right? Right. But now, and so when I say, well, you know, the trains, this, that, and the other thing, listen, you can't even imagine how much better it will be. But you can during this commercial break. 508-996-0500 is how you can get on. Brought to you. 1420 WB. <laughs> Snitches. Get their own private burial in the woods. Oh, I guess they don't say get that. Stitches. They get stitches. Talkers get walkers. Talkers get walkers. Um, so, Marcus, the um, the MBTA ballot question. Um, you broke the news here on the studio, in, on the station. Uh, That's right. The night. And, then, and then you had the follow-up with the Council of Abreu. Yeah. Uh, from the city council. Yeah, it's one of my favorite segments about our show is that we can do the council post game. We can get immediate reaction. And we talked about, you know, he was on with Tim today, but we talked about things that weren't on with Tim too, like, um, uh, like Steve Beauregard getting replaced on the licensing board. So talk about things that jumped out at us, right? Yeah. So Marcus and I, as I said, we go over the agenda for the, uh, for the city council and we, you know, we talk about it, see if there's any news there for you guys. And, uh, the first thing after the MBTA, really, because it was further up on the agenda, quite frankly. But a little later on, looking, says appointments, of pre, you know, appointment of the mayor's appointment of a replacement. When I just scan the thing, is yeah. wait, wait a second, Steve Borgod is being replaced. Right? Yeah. So Steve Borgod, for those of you who don't know, who well, I don't know how you wouldn't, is the head of the housing authority, and he's also chairman of the licensing board, and he's been the chairman of the licensing board since he ran for mayor against Rosemary Tanny. Right. And as a consolation prize, and to, and to make nice. Rosemary put him on the licensing board. Yeah. Fred Kalis kept him on the licensing board. Scott Lang kept him on the licensing board. John Mitchell kept him on the licensing board. But for now, 10 years. Yep. You know, for his 10 years that he's been been there. So now John Mitchell wants to replace him. I wonder. So I wonder. There's a, like, the name on the list that he wants to replace him with. My understanding is he's a recently retired police officer. Yes. That's okay. what Ian told me um, on... Yesterday. And, told me yesterday, and my sources tell me he's a good guy. I'm sure he is. You know, but but this is a big. This is, is he a as big political thing. as Steve? Well, that's the thing. Here's here's what I like. I, no, he's not. He's not, yeah. And here's well, this is the thing. It's like the mayor has. It's in the charter. He can appoint who he wants. The the, the council can vote up or down. He doesn't right. have to reappoint Steve, right? Right. But he definitely needs. To say something about this, right? Because he's Steve's been there for a long time. In terms of having hands to power, probably the most powerful guy in the city. So I, I've said it before here on the radio, and I didn't say it as a challenge. It's just obvious to me yeah. that Steve Borgott is the most powerful guy in the city. He is. And um, he's got his hands on a lot of levers. He's got his hands on a lot of jobs. And, and, and that's not, again, He's I like Steve a lot. I like Steve a lot, yeah, too. Like and I, I'm lot. not saying it in a bad way. Yeah. Because... It's not a bad way. It's good to have I mean, power. He runs the housing authority. By the way, when other people have been talking about adding housing units, Steve's been doing it. Yeah. Okay? Steve has been adding housing units. But when it comes to the politics, Steve's a political animal. He is a political animal. He's a very skilled guy at counting votes. A few years ago, Marcus, the mayor wanted to put a new person on the housing authority board, which oversees Steve. Mm-hmm. He appointed a good guy, a friend of mine. Bob Schilling. Love Bob Schilling. He's the best. So do I. So does the mayor. Yeah. Steve felt otherwise. Oh. Steve got the votes to defeat him. Wow. The city council voted down Bob Schilling to get on the housing authority. Because Steve went against it. 
Um, against the mayor's appointment. Incredible. <laughs> really? So really why would incredible. he... Why would, so, so right now, if you're a city councilor, God, oh, I hope you can withstand the pressure. Steve Borgat has, has, has counted or is counting his votes. Right? Yeah. He's beat the mayor before. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. Right. Steve Borgat defeated a housing authority appointment of Bob Schilling, who's outstanding. Yeah. Bob Schilling. Everyone loves Bob Schilling. Bob Schilling sat on that um, that commission of... He sat on that commission uh, of the uh, you know police and local activists, the use of force committee. He sat on that uh, use of force committee. Plus, he went to Woodstock. Yeah, and he was a, he was in a yeah, plus he went to Woodstock. He, we got to get him on to talk about that Woodstock story, man. Plus, he he was in John Lennon's apartment. Yeah, but it didn't matter. Steve Borgat got him defeated him. Yeah, right. And I say that. I love you can, Bob get, Schilling, you can right? get to John Lennon's apartment, but you, but can't, you can't get on this board, <laughs> right? Because Steve Borgat says no. Right. Well, so so you think he's going to let himself get kicked off? I don't. Think so, so do you think? So well, here's the thing: Do you think that this wasn't amicable? Like, does Steve maybe like? All right, I'm well, tired. do you know Steve? Uh, yeah, I know. I, I know. I'm just <laughs> of, saying. Of course, it wasn't amicable. Yeah, yeah. But I don't. But but I don't know if it was a surprise. Yeah. So it may be that Steve. So I'm hearing Steve doesn't want to go. That's what yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, and why would you? But and I look if you ever watched just a Wednesday board meeting, Steve runs a good meeting. I I like Steve a lot. I think he's, he's a good on guy. top of his job. Yeah, he knows guy. what's going on. Yeah, for sure. So my law enforcement people like bringing their their information to him, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the bar owners like him too. I don't think he's a. I don't think he's a. I don't think he breaks chops. I don't think you know. Uh, unnecessarily, I think no, he, I don't think so. I think he's a fair guy. He understands people need to the make money. I know, like him, yeah. right, right. So, so is it John just saying? Is it the mayor saying, you know, it's time for new blood? No, no harm, no foul. Steve, you served, you did a good job, um, but I would like to try someone new. Yeah, which is entirely, as you pointed out, within the purview of his job. Yes, it's entirely, but. You know, and he might say, "Well, that's my that's my decision because I'm the mayor and blah blah blah." Right, but, but I think but if you're Steve Borgard, Steve Borgard says, <laughs> "Long before you thought about running for mayor, I was on that licensing board." Right. So I kind of think of it like maybe it's my choice too. Maybe is this going to get is this going to get kiboshed by the council? This appointment. Yes. Yeah. That's my sources telling me. That's what I've heard too. We had the same source. That's because Steve. Well. <laughs> I don't know, but Steve, yeah, yeah. Steve, well, look, if the mayor puts up somebody, he's going to get his way generally because he's the only force of pressure. Yeah. So what's the other force of pressure? Right. Steve. And Steve's beat the mayor before. Well, I hope Steve has a good weekend and I hope you all have a good weekend too. It's been a lot of fun. We'll see you Monday. We've got Chris Dempsey coming in. And Poor guy. <laughs> He has no Squaring idea. Squaring up. <laughs> he does. He has no idea. I, I, I got to let him know. Thanks, folks. For, it was a great, great week. It was a great show. I appreciate you guys calling in. It was a great week. 